Family of God teaching series is brought to you by Chumdi Ohahuna Ministry International, Komi. These teachings provides every believer with the knowledge of the Kingdom of God. Tells of what is expected of children, belonging to the family of God and helping all become fruitful believers. Now listen to Pastor Funk. Yeah. 
understand. So, the children of Israel said that we will do whatever God instructed them, thinking that obeying and doing the will of the Father was in the carnal man to fulfill. They were very conscious of the dominion that sin had over mankind. Romans chapter 7, verse 14, using the Bible in basic English, it says, For we are conscious that the law is of the Spirit, but I Sin. So the scripture also reveals that the carnal mind is what? Is enmity with God. It's a God ahead with God. It's, it goes opposite the direction of God. That is what the carnal mind does. Praise God. That's Romans chapter 8 and verse 7. So this is why over time the Israelites could no longer obey the laws given to them by Moses. You see, they were quick, very quick. You see, anything you want to tell us, we can do. What is there? Ah, anything you say we should do. Don't worry, just tell them we'll do. Not conscious of the fact that they were actually living under the dominion of sin. Jeremiah 19, 9 and verse 13 says, The Lord said, It is because they have forsaken my Lord that I gave them. You see, this is what the prophet Jeremiah said concerning children of Israel. Yes, in chapter 32, verse 23, 22 to 23, it says, And have given them this land, which thou didst swear to their fathers to give them, the last one with milk and honey, and they came in and possessed it, but they obeyed not thy voice, neither walked in thy law. They have done nothing of all that thou commandest them to do. Therefore, thou hast caused all the evil to come upon them. God fulfilled his part. God remains faithful. But there's always a faithfulness issue on man's part. He gave them all that he promised their fathers when they were living in Egypt. Praise God. And now, they have possessed it. They are in it. They are enjoying it. And they have forgotten what God has commanded them. They refuse to do anything. Jeremiah 44 verse 23 says, Because ye have borne incense, and because ye have sinned against the Lord, and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord, nor walked in his law, nor in his statutes, nor in his testimonies. Therefore, this evil is happened unto you as at this day. Again, Daniel spoke about it in Daniel chapter 9, verse 10 to 11. He says, Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in which is said before us by his servants the prophets. Yea, all Israel have transgressed the law, even by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. So again, let's understand that the law is given, but it is, doesn't empower man to do or obey the law of God. And then it will be foolishness for mankind to think that we are just fine with the laws. Many of the others are morally good, are living under the law. 
your flesh will continue to align with the law of sin and continue to see how incapable you are. But the renewed mind, the one that has received the Lord Jesus Christ, the one that has accepted the worship of the Lord Jesus Christ, is submitted now to God's righteous principle. So through the Lord Jesus Christ, through the workings of his, his redemption in our life, we can now live the righteous life. Praise God. So our union with Christ does what? Establish. It's established by the coming of the Lord Jesus into our lives. Amen. And living in us through the person of the Holy Spirit. Now making it possible for us to live righteous lives. Why? Because Jesus in us. That's what? Fulfill the righteous requirements of the Lord in us. It is no longer in our capabilities or in our strength or in our, in our you know, in our skills, in obeying the law of God. No, it is now Jesus living in us and fulfilling the requirements of the law in us. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 says, For he had made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So Christ living in us, and we trust him in the faithfulness of Jesus, who is the very righteousness that comes from where? God makes us a partaker of his righteousness. Anything our work tries to achieve, now that we are in Christ, is what? Is worthless. It's of what value. So that is why you are advised not to depend on what you do, what you do, what you do. And many times we go for evangelism and we ask people, hmm, we're talking to you now. Well, anything can happen. Perpetual, you drop dead. Are you sure you're going to heaven? And we hear people giving responses like, yes, because I do good, because I'm morally sound, because you hear people giving credit to their works. But I tell you, anything now we're doing in Christ is worthless. When his purpose is towards fulfilling the righteous judgment or the righteous law of God, it is not in us anymore. It is in Christ. Praise God. So when the purpose of our works is to boast that we have the right standing with God, <laughs> then it's of no it's useless. Praise the Lord. Let's not depend on our works. Jesus in us is the one that is doing it for us. Praise God. Uh, the Passion Translations renders Philippians 3 verse 7 to 9 say, Yes, all of the accomplishments that I want to credit for, I am now forsaken them. And I regard it all as nothing compared to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. To truly know Him meant letting go of everything from my past and throwing all my boasting onto the garbage heap. It's all like a pile of manure to me now. A pile of what? Manure. So that I can I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embrace Him as the Lord in all of His greatness. So as a believer, when you keep posting, okay, on your works, on how you live your life, and why that should give you a guarantee of spending heaven with 
you are denying yourself of the enriched benefits of being in Christ. Are we together? Paul says, I, I cast them as words, as manure, keep us manure, I throw them away, so that I will be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus and embracing him as the Lord in all of his words. Greatness. Praise the Lord. So we must understand that our work, our involvement in uh, standing right with God is of no value. So don't bother doing that. Amen. So let's quickly touch this. What then is the Christian life? What is the Christian life? The Christian life is not trying to do the best we can. Okay? It is not us trying to do the best we can, neither is it in trying to fulfill many things or trying to fulfill the scriptures through our own strength. It is not Jesus Christ helping us to live the Christian life. It is not Jesus helping us to live the Christian life. Yes, it's within us. But the Christian life is Christ living his life in us. It's not helping us to live the Christian life per se. But it is Jesus Christ living in us. Living his life in us. That is why we must give a hundred percent and whatever over hundred percent to Christ living in us. Don't attempt to, to do anything for yourself. Depend on him. Jesus within you, can you truly experience the Christian life? Philippians 1 and 21 says, For to me, to live is what? Christ, and to die is what? Gain. Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless, I live. Yes, not I, but Christ lives where? In me. And the life which I now of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So the fact that we are crucified with Christ is the basis for victory over the enemy of the Christian life, over the devil. But our death, burial, and resurrection with Christ, we have been delivered from the power of sin. As Elias told us, it is the death Yes. 
And now, it is our God-given wisdom, our virtue, our holiness, our redemption. And this fulfills what is written. If anyone boasts, let him only boast in all that the Lord has done. Therefore, Christ lives in us, working as everything we need to live as new creations. Praise God. So the question arises, if Christ lives in us, okay, or as, as believers, how can we say we are righteous? If you say I should not say it's because of what I'm doing, how do I now say I am a righteous person? I'm a righteous child of God. How do I say that? Okay, the answer is very simple. It is Christ in me. Christ in me is my word. Righteousness. This is the kind of posting the scripture is telling us to do. Don't boast in how good you can. Stand right before God. Boast in Christ in me. He is my word. Righteousness. You say, how can I be holy? The Bible says you should be holy. But is it possible for any man to be holy? Yes. It is possible for man to be holy. Why? When you receive Jesus Christ, it now turns to Jesus Christ. In me, he is my what? Holiness. Because he is holy. And because Christ in me is holiness, I can also be holy. Amen. How can I overcome temptation? The answer watching and listening to this teaching. We invite you to watch and listen to more Pluru teachings by Pastor Chumdi Ohahuna. 
You can subscribe and watch our YouTube channel for more videos of these series and other series. Or listen via Grace Life Podcast on Anchor FM. We would like to hear from you via email, if you made the prayer of salvation and would like to share your testimonies from this ministration. Grace to you. Thank you.